Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We took too much and we need to give it back. And there are ways that we can do it. If it's uh, cutting them a check or uh, lowering taxes, I'd love to see... Uh, I'd love to see a 5% uh, sales tax. Those are the Republicans. They were on with me a couple of weeks ago. Governor McKee is in with me today. He doesn't want to cut the sales tax to 5%, just 6.85. Let's get into that next. Holding the powerful accountable from Washington, D.C. to right here in southern New England. This is 10 News Conference with Gene Valicenti. Good morning, everyone. I'm Gene Valicenti. This is 10 News Conference. Joining me in studio is Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, fresh from re-election, fresh from being sworn in, and fresh from welcoming a new grandchild into the family. Congratulations to you and your family on that. Yes, Mabel James. We're, we, I got to have a picture with her last night. Yeah. Very excited. Where did Mabel come from? Is that a family name? Uh, no, I think it just uh, the, Matt and Laura thought that was a good name, and that matched yeah. up with James, which is uh, you know uh, a name in our family. My dad was James. Right. and brothers of James. And they live in Rhode Island, so you'll be close to them. And they live in Rhode Island. We're very thrilled. Well, that's nice. You know, before we went on, you were showing me some pictures. We're taping on a Friday, 1 o'clock, and I had a full day on the radio yesterday going back and forth. There's a feud going on between the DOT and Mayor Grebian over homeless people under the overpass in Pawtucket. And you went there to see it, and you just show, showed me some pictures. Now I'm going to ask our director, okay. roll some video of this, because this is the mess we've been talking about on Channel 10 for the couple of, past couple of days. Governor, that's basically what you saw and took some pictures of with your own phone today, correct? Yes, yes. All right. What's going on, Governor? One agency is blaming the mayor. The mayor is blaming the agency. Did you solve this today? Well, we're, getting, we're certainly getting them together. You know, the, the purpose there is uh, twofold. One is... Uh, found housing for somebody who is you know struggling uh, right now and and the other piece is the clean up right yeah. so you know that we're very interested I had in my state of state speech uh, you know about litter free Rhode Island please go to the website take yeah. the pledge uh, this is an example of what I'm talking about that's why we're putting money in the budget uh, to help uh, create a litter free Rhode Island and this is you know clearly the litter part of it we got to take care of that the state's got to take care of that in terms of you know, placing individuals that are homeless right now. We've been at this for a while. We know it's a partnership between the city, the state, uh, and also the um, uh, the individuals who provide the service. So yeah. we we, we just got to get them together, and and um, and uh, they can't be there on the highway. No, they've been there for weeks, Governor. Yeah. And uh, well, the, DOT, how... the DOT told the yeah. mayor, Mayor, every other city in town, Mayor Grebian, moves the homeless, and then you send us an email. Okay, it's it's good to go clean it up. And Peter says, I send the trucks and I send the hazmat. He says, this works everywhere else. In Pawtucket, though, Mayor Grabian yesterday said, that's a state problem. That's a state roadway. That's a state overpass. That's DOT Director Peter Alvini's problem. He should take care of the homeless. Now, there seems to be a difference of opinion. What do you know about prior agreements and how it's supposed to work? What well, first, uh, Mayor Grebian has been really helpful on multiple fronts, including uh, this issue in terms of housing and the homeless. So. Uh, what we're going to do is just we bring people together, we solve the problem, and uh, the, the issue is this. We can't have trash on the highway, and we can't yeah. have people have access to the highway where the traffic's going 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. 
Uh, it's not fair to the people who are driving on the roads. It's certainly right. not a, it's a safety issue, and it's a issue where you know I'm front and center on this issue in terms of a litter-free Rhode Island. It's a mess, and it needs to be cleaned up. But I'm looking for news today from you, Governor. Mayor Grebian says that it's the state's responsibility. Your DOT director says no. The cities and towns care for the homeless, move yes. them out, and I go in and clean. My highway workers, your employees, we're not social workers, we're not eviction specialists. Now, who's right and who's wrong? Let's make some news here. So I can't make the news because it's a combination. Both have got a point. It clearly is not the highway uh, workers that would, would exit a, a homeless person okay. to a shelter. Right. right. But at the same point in time, we've got we to make sure that we're working with the local communities to house the individuals, especially that can't take care of themselves. And then the weather issues right now coming up is a perfect example of why you can't be outside during this weather. And, and we need to make sure that uh, people are sheltered uh, to keep them safe. Is that place going to be cleaned up for the 6 o'clock news tonight? I don't think so. Oh, but we're going to have to wait till it gets a little warmer out. But I can tell you, it will be cleaned yeah. up because that's, and I, and I had just met with the director of VD about our litter free program yeah. along with the DEM director along with individuals that really want to see this uh, a concerted effort uh, to have litter picked up. I ask people, again, go to litterfree.ri.gov, uh, take the pledge, and, uh, and join my wife, Susan, in terms of the effort. Well, I'll come out and help clean up. I've done that. You've been you. there I've with been me, there Susan. once before to help yes. you. So yes. if you want to do it again, we'll do it. Uh, let's get to some other pressing issues. You know, also in the news this week, we had an assistant school principal in the Providence school system who sent out an email raising money for coyotes, border smugglers, who allegedly might, might put uh, the life of a child in danger. At least that's what we saw from this email. Let's help this child because the border smugglers are after them. Now you are, I've said this on the radio, you're the de facto superintendent of the Providence yeah. schools. You really are. You're the governor of the takeovers in place. What, what's your reaction to that? Did you get involved in that? Did you make a call to your commissioner and say, what is going on? I'm aware of it. I know that there's, and, I, and I'm not going to be able to make news today, I know that there's an analysis of what's going on. We want to make sure that the student is safe, uh, which we believe he is, uh, you know, the student, and making sure that they get in the right attention on it. Let's see what, let's see what the, I don't have enough of that information, Gene, to say whether somebody did something wrong in trying to help this young man. I think it's a young student, right? Right, yes. So, uh, a teenager. So, yeah. yeah, all I know is that right now the, the you know, the, you know, the review's going on, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Do you shake your review. head like I do when, when I see these stories? You watch the I, news. I so shake I said, my, We're raising money for smugglers. Do you shake I your shake head? I shake my head on the stories that are, you know, that are relevant, but in, in the context of the work I do, uh, it, they're, you know, they're really small issues. Right? Okay. So, uh, fair en fair yeah. enough. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and the work you do is big issues. Uh, how long are you going to keep the Providence schools? When do you want to give them back? Well, I did say in my speech, and a couple of people caught it, I said, you know, we've got two takeovers going, going on right now, one that's gone far too long, that's Central, Central Falls, Falls and, yep. and one that has not gone quite far enough. Uh, I think the goal is, during uh, uh, Mayor Smiley's first term, is to, is, to, is to hand back those schools to Providence, okay. but we're not going to do it in a way uh, that they're not doing better. And there's a reason why the state stepped in. I wasn't governor at the time, but I do agree not only with the facilities in very, very poor condition, but the academic outcomes are really, uh, you know, struggling as well. So we're making progress, I think, on the facility plan. I'm hoping that our, the local leadership, Providence yep. leadership, really gets behind this idea of getting 50% or more of the kids in either new or, or, or like new buildings right. uh, in the next few years. And then the academic piece, we really have to pay attention to well, that. Well, this is too. your area. You know, you're, you're, yep. you're, you're big into education. Yep. And you were the <clears throat> charter school when you were the mayor of Cumberland, and you had a whole after-school program. So you know about this. 
Uh, when are you ready to give those, that system back? Are you talking two years, three years, four years? Mayor Smiley's beginning a, four, a four-year term, so we, yeah. what, what are we talking about? <clears throat> I think it's personally the latter side of his okay. four-year term, and, and we, I think the commission has been very clear. I think that it's good that the uh, pandemic is in our rearview mirror, but mm -hmm. it was front and center there for a while, and it has impacted our schools, and we know that not only just in Providence, but uh, nationally and statewide, we have, we have recovery both on the academics and we have uh, certainly a mental health recovery that we have to pay attention to. And just to. quickly before I go to break, just take 15 seconds. Central Falls, you want to give them back yesterday? Enough, I think that's it should enough. have been done by now. And I, and I, and I think that uh, local control there would make sense because state control has not done very well. Governor McKee is my <laughs> guest. We're going to talk about the sales tax and the budget and your priorities. You just gave me an interesting figure. But before I do that, just before we leave the schools, yes. you know, I had Mayor Alorza in, and that's his city, Providence. Yes. He said, I wouldn't send my son to the Providence Public Schools. And then I even asked Senate President Ruggiero, I wouldn't send my grandson to the Providence Public Schools, so let me, now that you have a grandchild, <laughs> would you send Mabel to the Providence Public Schools? I would, I, I, I believe. Now were you just saying that? No, I, I believe in public schools. Remember, I, we sent our kids to public schools in Cumberland. They were struggling during the time I was a mayor. They're doing significantly better today as a result, I think, of some of the work, obviously, that's been done in the schools, yeah. but the work that we did, open up a, a learning center 365 days a year, getting involved in the mayoral academies in a way where we really pushed the issue. So I think you mentioned before that the role of the governor right now in Rhode yeah. Island, the Providence School, is front and center. The, the reason that the superintendent is sitting in the, that position, I had a great deal to do with that. Mm -hmm. You know, renewing the contracts uh, in terms of the, with the teacher contracts, which was stalled. I made sure that I injected in and got that done. Right. And then, of course, with the commissioner, we, we provided another three-year uh, extension on her agreement because I think you have to stay the course. So the co answer is yes, because I do believe, and I, this is my own personal Even opinion. Even the way they are now, my see, personal, that's, let me frame it and give yep. it perspective. The way those schools are now, if you had to make that choice, would you, would you recommend your grandchild go to the Providence Public Schools? I, I just can't believe that, Governor. I would. And, uh, and I, but that's me. I happen to believe that public schools are really important to the okay. community. And I, and I think that one of the measurements in Providence that you asked to it yep. is that other families that maybe are taking other options today, uh, that's going to be the measurement when they start sending their kids uh, to, the, to the Providence public schools. And with that happened, again, a different scenario, Cumberland, same thing. Yep. We've actually gained student population over the last 10 years in the town of Cumberland. Uh, I think the same thing is going to happen in Providence. If we're able to make progress on facilities yeah. and academic outcomes uh, and working with the teachers and others to make that happen, I think you're going to see actually the student count go up in Providence over the next 10 years. You just said working with the teachers. You're getting a taste of what it's like to work with the Providence Teachers Union. And you know, the mayors prior to Ma Ma Brett Smiley coming in, <coughs> Joe Paolino, Angel Tavares, <laughs> Alorza, yeah. they all told Brett Smiley at a news conference, you get right off on the right foot and you go after those teachers union. Don't let them, don't let them bully you. You can't. Be tough with them out the, out the door. Were you surprised at well, that? Well, you can't get this work done without the teachers. And so creating an adversarial type of relationship there does not make sense. That's why I sent in new team to negotiate mm -hmm. the Providence School contract in the first summer that I was, you know, governor select at right. the time, right? So. Uh, now, as governor-elect and sitting here on a four-year term, uh, we need to make sure that we're not playing a kumbaya here, right? Everybody's going to have a role, and by the time we get done with a strategy that will come out within in the first 100 days, and I think we're on day 30 now right now, 
uh, we will have a plan that will not only take about the 182 days mm -hmm. in the school year, but we're going to talk about the 365 days in the year to create a culture where education is a top priority in every household. Well, in the state I can't discount Paolino Valor's an angel Tavares. They said, Brett, smiling. The, the first thing you do is get tough with that teacher's union. We were there. We went through this. How did that, how did that work out for Mayor Tavares when he fired all the teachers in Providence? Do you think that helped? Uh, well, do you think that was cut us closer to a state takeover or, or less? He didn't less really fire them, right? He sent out the things, uh, but they all came back. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying. How did that work out, okay. right? Three years later or four years later, there's a state intervention. And I don't think anybody, anybody yeah. disagreed with the state intervention in the province at the time when the Governor Raimondo did that. Okay, let's go to yeah. the sales tax. Yes. You want to cut it to 6.85%. Yeah. Uh, am I reading right? Is it $39 savings per household? Yes. Because I blew that last night in the restaurant in an appetizer. Yes, cabinet. I know. So, well, you're fortunate. Uh, yeah. you're about 40 bucks to some oh, families. Oh, it wasn't an expensive place. Come on, the uh, prices have gone up. Uh, so the $39 at my household, that yes. was with my wife, I would have blown that in, so, in one dinner. I've been very specific, even in the state of the state, that we need to get competitive with both Massachusetts and Connecticut. Uh, that's the plan, is not a one-step one process, but a, one that's fiscally responsible. People who are asking to go from 7 to 5%, like I said, yeah. offline, I don't think that anybody understand that that's close to $380 million hit to the budget, potentially. I don't know how to manage that right now. So what we're doing is incrementally, yeah. over four years, you'll be in that right in the middle between Connecticut and Massachusetts. And if we continue to do the work we're doing and have the disciplines yeah. in the budgets, Gene, we may even get it down to that 6% that we promised the people in the state of Rhode Island during the pay. You're crisis. getting a little ribbing over this $39 household savings. I know that, that but the, the Republicans say cut it to 5%, do you know make that, a real cut. Do you know that data shows that we'll be one of the first, if not the first state in the country to lower sales tax in the last 10 years? Remember, there was times when, when governors were asking to increase the sales tax by 1%. Mm -hmm. We're taking a position to reverse that, lower the sales taxes, lower the litter tax, give a 4% uh, cut for the of utilities mm -hmm. across the board for businesses and also the households. And remember that some of the savings that you're talking about right. is to the business community. So the business community saves uh, sales tax as well. So that $35 million on an annual savings, yeah, is split between residents and, and, and business, 17.5 million, 17.5 million. Okay. You do it again, now that's starting to get to real money. That's 35 million and 35 million. Do it again, right? Double that up, 70 million. Oh, that'll be okay. about 180 million dollars of, of tax relief over the next uh, four years that I'm in office. Baby steps. Do it in ba a way. You're the new grandfather. Yeah. Baby steps. Do it responsibly. Then, okay. We did that with the car tax. I actually was able to do the car tax with the General Assembly. I think it did 50% of that tax relief. That 250 yeah. million dollars of tax relief that the state of Rhode Island has right now given us a competitive advantage on both Massachusetts and Connecticut. Okay. We'll do the same thing on the sales tax. During the debate, Governor, I asked I really don't know what prompted me to ask this. I, asked, I said, is the budget going to be bigger or smaller? And here's what you said. I now, know. go ahead and roll that clip <laughs> from the debate. We did several, but this is the one I asked you this. Governor, a bigger budget next year or smaller? Yeah, so if the people on the stage understood budgets, they know it's going to be smaller. It's going to be less, all right, because remember, a billion dollars of that is not going to be there next year, so you're going to be back down. It's actually bigger, Governor. You, uh, it's slightly you better. There, it's yeah. up a point. Uh, but remember that at that point in time, I was projecting a surplus, state surplus of around $300 million, yep. right? The state surplus comes in because there, we are leading the Northeast on an economic recovery. The state surplus is projected now to be double that. 
So when you actually started to appropriate that state surplus into yeah. one-time expenses, that brought you up slightly above where it was before. As long as we run surpluses, that's a good thing, Gene. So I, I was happy the fact that we're running a $600 million surplus and not a $300 million surplus. If we ran a $300 million surplus, you would have been about 200, you know, um, a couple hundred million dollars below what it was the previous uh, you know, budget cycle. I heard the Republican leadership in a couple of weeks ago. They said, you're running a surplus? You're right. You're yeah. flush with cash. Give the money back to the people. Yeah, Cut everybody a check who paid it. Why and, not and we're doing that. We did that with the, with the, uh, the child tax credit that, cre that, went, that went to that Everybody didn't get that. That, that was we're doing income that based. We're doing that with the sales tax. I know you got your 40 bucks. I know you spent it last night at dinner, but uh, <laughs> you're still going to have 40 bucks in your pocket. Yeah. But we're you, doing know that. What, you know what I we're mean. Massachusetts that. is giving everybody a check. You paid. You overpaid. Here's a check back. Why don't yeah. we do that? Well, state law in Massachusetts requires something like that. If somebody puts yeah. something like that in here, that makes sense. But remember, we've kicked the can down the road so many years that this surplus, using it for not, not programs, yeah. not, not repeatable expenses. You put it in Ellen Slater last year, right? Yeah. Ellen Slater, fixed Ellen Slater, $173 million. We don't have to borrow those dollars. We're putting money into RIC, CCRI, okay. URI. So we're not, we're not you know, like, like wasting this money. We're going to spend this, invest these dollars in a way. How about like we're proposing to increase the rainy day fund, right? We're, 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 we're proposing to make sure that we're, we're putting money into our capital improvement accounts. These are dollars that are going to be helpful to the state. Or Governor, let me take one more break, and then we'll talk about gun control yes. and other issues of importance to you. Let's continue Great. 10 News Conference. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Governor, the other day you had a news conference, you want to ban assault weapons. That's a prickly issue. We do it, try it every year. Why do, the, why do you think this year you might prevail? I think that the temperature right now in, in, the, in the public understands that there is a problem with, um, I, I, as I said at the press conference, we have over 50 mass shootings in the country in the last 30 days. Um, anything that we can do to curb or to help or prevent uh, in Rhode Island, I think the public is for it. The legislation does give a grandfather right to those who currently own those, those, um, those weapons, mm -hmm. uh, but it starts to restrict the, uh, the purchasing and the sale of those weapons in the state. I, I believe there's, a, there's support there. I've, I put it in my state of the state address. It's one of those things, Gene, where I think that, again, some of these um, efforts, 
are not directly related to the economy, but the cipher we make the state, it, it, it is a positive issue, and we know that it's a problem. Right. I don't think anybody would deny it's a problem. And it's a mental health issue there, too. So we're investing in mental health as well in the state of Rhode Island. So we're not ignoring, we, there's not a one, yeah. one thing that can solve the problem. We, we could have done the whole program on, on gun control. Yeah. Uh, how much have you really studied this so that you, you've got the facts cold? I know what this assault weapon is, assault type weapons. I know the AR-15. I know this. Because every time we do a story like this, we get a million emails and, oh, you're not right about that, and you're not right. How much have, have, have you really studied this? Well, I think it's a combination of things, and I think that's the problem with the two extremes where they say, you look at just, just enforce the laws, yeah. it's a mental health issue. I, I don't think that that's necessarily working everywhere in the, in the country. I, I, we want Rhode Island to be that state that has the, uh, you know, a balance between this mental health issue and then gun, gun safety uh, controls. Uh, look, my job is to keep people safe in the mm -hmm. state of Rhode Island. Uh, I understand that it's, there's, nothing, there's no political issue, Gene, that there's 100% support for. Uh, in this case, Rhode Island is going to support this. The Rhode Islanders will support this bill. And it's fair to those people who currently own the, own the, uh, the guns that they're not going to have to give those up. They just have to register them. Did you talk to Speaker Shikarchi, Senate President Ruggiero? Was this a new version of last year's stuff? Do you think mm -hmm. you're going to get it passed this year? And how about this, you know, just the person? They're going to be up there screaming and yelling. I see it coming. We see it every year. And they're going to say, I pay my taxes. I behave. I have a clean record. I am a constitutional right. I want the gun. I want an assault. I yeah. want one in my hands and I want it. I would answer them, if you have it, you can keep it. That's the law says that. And I would also say that uh, we have an obligation to keep the state as safe as we can. We know this preventative strategy does yep. work. We know that states that have the, the best prevention have the highest safety. There's no guarantees here. Uh, but we need to make sure that we're doing everything we can to keep the people safe in the Rhode Island. Uh, you held a news conference the other day. I found this ironic. You, you with Attorney General Narona, all the general officers, you want to ban assault-type weapons. At the same day, I was reading a headline in Florida. They're poised <laughs> yeah. to allow anybody to carry a, a loaded gun without a permit, right? And you carry it around. Uh, why the difference? Why the difference between that state and us? Well, the, you think about politics a lot. Yeah. What, what is it, Governor? Well, are those people in Florida so different from us? They're not. Most of them are Rhode Islanders. Yeah, now, there now. Are, yeah. yeah. What, what is it? I, I, you know, I, I don't really lose sleep over the differences of the politics. I mean, I, I, was, a, I was Lieutenant Governor, National uh, Chair of the Lieutenant Governor's Association. There's governors that were Lieutenant Governors in red states and blue states. They're good people. They're representing the, the interests that, that they believe that, the, that their state's populations represent. So. Uh, I, would I be favoring that? No. I, I don't think that, uh, heck, I think the governor down there said I, 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 he would favor every, uh, people owning guns without ever permitting them. I, you know, I, yeah. I'm, not, I, I'm scratching my head on that. Well, one. you have to have a permit to buy, but this would allow you to carry without a special permit. He's talking and there's so, there's so many northerners down there, so many Rhode Islanders. What, what is it between Florida, the way they think, and us? What, what is it in the Tell me, I'm really curious about this. If I had the answer, I would tell you. All I can say is that on politics, there is a, there's a, certainly a red and a, an extreme blue situation. My belief is that you've got to bring this to the center, and we're ready for it. So well, let's see what happens in those states that are really extreme in their, in, yep. their, in their points of view, in their political points of view. I think that the... I, think, I know that the people in the state of Rhode Island live uh, you know, either side of the center, and uh, we know that the extremes are not going to agree with you on things. Heck, I've been in, I've been in public uh, uh, you know, um, speeches yeah. where I have, on, on policing, where I have the extreme right say I'm not protecting the police enough, and I have extreme left tell me mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you know, that I'm protecting the police. So 
the difference of opinions are out there, and, and, and that's part of the nature of uh, politics right now. I just have about a minute and a half, yeah. and I asked you, what do you want to talk about? And you said, I want to talk about small business. Yes. You really believe you're helping small business? We are. Go ahead and take a headline. And and I, just keep in mind my time. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I, I'll tell you, indications of that, Forbes, Forbes came out with a study saying that Rhode Island was 23rd in the country and opened up a small business about two weeks ago. We're going to see that more and more. I have somebody dedicated just to the rankings, understanding what the rankings are. That's why we asked for the corporate minimum tax to be lowered this year. That's why we're putting in different measures that, uh, for instance, last year we did a motorcycle trade-in mm -hmm. coming off the sales price for sales tax purposes. Yep. This year we're asking the General Assembly to do it for pickup trucks. We're going to continue to try to level the playing field with the small businesses. They're very important to the state, and uh, we'll have another article in the budget this year that will help support our small businesses. All right, Governor to be continue. We'll have yes. you on the radio. We'll continue yes. the conversation. Yes. Thanks for coming Excellent. in for now. So for you, catch, we're catching up with you since you won uh, election in your own right, and uh, you were sworn in, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you, Governor. Okay, Gene, thank you.